Welcome to the Dr. Marcy Show on the Path Forward Utah. I am Dr. Marcy Campbell, hopefully talking about ways that we can have some strong mental health, but especially about being aware. That's my big ticket. I really like to try and help all of us have an increased perspective on whatever it is that we're dealing with in our life at the current time. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here. It's brought to you today by FedbyRavensMedia.com and their sponsors, and we can be found on most streaming services. That's the Path Forward Utah on most streaming services. So I've been thinking about a certain problem in society for a while now, and I think this is the week that I want to tackle it. And it's something that I think all of us are guilty of, and of course, some more than others. And this is the topic of having a strong opinion without having enough knowledge. So as we gather at Thanksgiving, and we all know the jokes about politics and religion discussions, you know, and those fun fights that oftentimes friends and family have over the Thanksgiving meal where we're really celebrating our gratitude for the things that we have, but they seem to turn into those awful fights. And, you know, Hollywood has perhaps exaggerated it to some degree, but as we gather this year at Thanksgiving, I wanted to talk about um, people having very strong opinions without enough knowledge, if you're one of those people, if I'm one of those people, and what it is that we can do about it. So on the last segment of the show today, I'm going to talk about some ideas about what what it is that we can do about it and how to prepare for Thanksgiving, right? Or any of the holiday gatherings that are going to be coming up this year. You know, what, what is it that we can do about it when some of those heated discussions start? So my daughter, last week was my birthday, and my daughter was, she's quite humorous. I have pretty funny children, and she gave me a t-shirt to wear for Thanksgiving that says, unvaccinated and ready to talk politics at Thanksgiving. And it's got an image of a fun little turkey with the flag in it, you know, and then, you know, she's being funny um, and in jest, and, and, and it is kind of funny, and I like to have fun about it. And, and in fact, you should know that I, I'm not a big uh, fight person that feels like my perspective has to be known by everybody at any family gatherings and politics really isn't the one that I jump on to, but she knows that I'm passionate about what's going on in the world. She knows um, how I want to learn more, but also how I've developed some different opinions over time. And hopefully I'm still at a place in life where I can have my opinions change when I gain new knowledge, right? So That's really the topic that I want to talk about today. I do think that it can help our mental health today, tomorrow, and through the holiday seasons. If we can learn a little bit more about this concept of having too strong of an opinion without enough knowledge, it seems like today everyone is an expert at everything, right? You get on any kind of social media or news outlets and everybody's an expert on everything and very strong opinions are flowing out there. And I do think that Thanksgiving and our holiday season could be a very interesting one this year because we are gathering more and people have garnered even stronger opinions throughout the last two years, almost two years. All right. And um, so I'll talk some specifics here about some really strong opinions, but something that really made me feel like this is the topic for this week was an image 
from a friend on Facebook feed from out of state really has had me thinking this last week about this topic even more. This image was of the airplane cloud trails um, that were covering the sky in her town. And I read through the comments and to learn, you know, some pretty strong opinions regarding the possibility of chemtrails. I'd heard about this previously, had not spent the time investigating it. So I thought, you know, what? I, I, I think I should look a little bit more into this. I Googled it. And it's really interesting in the last, especially the last year and a half, two years, when you Google something and you discover that they only have one paradigm to talk about on any given topic. That makes me now wonder, mm, there's more to the story than Google is letting me see. If every single thing that they're letting me see page after page is the same message, there must be something else going on. And that is something that I've just learned about um, anything that potentially has another side. It seems like Google has swiped it from their search engine, right? So this is what my comment on this, just an image post. It didn't even say anything. It was just an image post. This was my comment from me, Marcy Campbell. Pre-2020, I would have believed this was a conspiracy theory. Nowadays, if you Google it and all you get is one side of the story, I believe that the opposite side of the story is the one I need to look into. Google calls it a conspiracy theory. I think it's then time for me to open my eyes to what's really going on. That was my comment. It's time for me to investigate more. The point of this little story for you is I don't know enough about chemtrails, so I don't have a strong opinion on it, but I can have an opinion that Google is only showing me one side of an issue. They're making that choice. They're only allowing me to garner knowledge from one side in their search engine. And I can have an opinion on that. And, you know, consequently, I've looked into a little bit more about chemtrails. And I would still say I don't have a strong opinion on it because I don't have enough information. All right. That's just to kind of highlight what's going on out there, which is you get one little glimmer of information. You might do a small little search. You only get one side of a story and then people jump onto the headline of the story. And that is of develops, I guess, into a very, very strong opinion for that person with very little knowledge to back that up. Now, just because I may lean on one side of many issues, right? Um, and, and find myself aligning with people who have come to similar conclusions that I have after looking into it doesn't always mean that I agree with that side just because the people that most of the times I align with are saying something, right? Just because I may align right of center doesn't mean everything right of center of what people are talking about, I jump right on board that opinion. Because I really believe if I don't know enough about something, maybe they're wrong too. People are wrong. It, It happens, right? So I have to know more information. So for instance, as I think many in the audience have been following the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and, um, and the outcome of the trial was something that was celebrated by many people who actually watched the trial because they were actually looking at the facts 
that were presented in the trial. And so they were hopeful that the outcome portrayed the facts that were presented in the trial rather than the outcome hoped for by mass media and the headlines. And so people who watched the trial were, I think, very grateful and relieved at the outcome of the not guilty for that trial. <clears throat> but um, when I say I don't always agree with a side, I would say that many people absolutely loved the Tucker Carlson interview, Tucker Carlson um, working for Fox, the interview that he had with Kyle Rittenhouse the next day. <clears throat> and it was a pretty, I think in many ways, what was said by Kyle himself was, was great for the public to hear his experience. But in terms of Tucker Carlson, people thought, oh, he gave a great interview. I thought there were many uncomfortable moments from him. And I thought there were many comments made by Tucker Carlson that were maybe even inappropriate. Um, I do think he tends to be incendiary. You know, he is selling his image as well. He is selling for ratings as well. And he sometimes is exaggerative in his comments. And so, yes, did I appreciate that he gave an interview? Yes. Do I appreciate the things that were said by Kyle Rittenhouse himself? Yes. Do I think Tucker Carlson did a fantastic job, which many people thought? I personally didn't think so. And that was my opinion. But I didn't want to have that opinion until I actually watched the interview myself. <clears throat> All right. So that's what I guess what I'm trying to say today is I think as a public, we need to do a better job of looking into issues more in depth prior to having strong opinions about, opinions about them. And rather than just trusting, oh, that's my news media outlet. Therefore, I trust everything that they say, or that's my news outlet. Therefore, I trust just the headline and I'm not even reading into what, what's even in, in the news article, right? So many, many people are not doing much more than reading just a headline, trusting it, and moving forward with that really strong opinion, when maybe they should hold off on that opinion until they learn a little bit more about the topic. And if you look into this a lot more after the break, you've been listening to The Dr. Marcy Show. Excuse me, why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? Select Quote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors not available in all states. 
spend a third of your life in bed. That's why we make the most comfortable sheets in the very best way. I'm Scott Tannen. Eight years ago, my wife Missy and I founded Bowl & Branch to create the new standard in bedding. We source pure organic cotton and put workers' rights first. Today, Bowl & Branch makes the highest quality sheets in the entire industry. You'll feel the difference of our famous signature sheets. They're made from pure organic cotton and get softer with every single wash. Now's the perfect time to try Bowl & Branch sheets, pillows, bath towels, and so much more. Each is made with super soft organic cotton by workers who are paid fairly and have come to feel like family. It's time to make the better choice and get the new standard in bedding. Visit BowlandBranch.com today for free shipping and returns. Experience a new standard of comfort at BowlandBranch.com and take 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code GOLD. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code GOLD. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now, they'll waive your joining fee, so you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited-time offer. you got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Welcome back to the Dr. Marcy Show on the Path Forward Utah. I am Dr. Marcy Campbell talking today about something that we all do or have done that I think we can do a little bit better on. And it just seems like the problem is getting worse and worse and worse in society today. And that topic is having too strong of an opinion without enough knowledge without enough knowledge. So what do we do about it? If it's a problem, we were talking prior to the break about the Kyle Rittenhouse interview by Tucker Carlson. And, you know, I just want to say before I move on to the next uh, uh, topic, uh, not topic, but the next example, I guess, is that I do think one thing that society, I hope on both sides, on all sides have learned is that, you know, you really need to watch the trial before having strong opinions that were fed to you by a majority of news outlets. If you want to have a really strong opinion on something, you have to investigate more. And oftentimes that means investigating from the perspective of people who might be on the other side. You know, we, it's, it's good to know both sides and then come to your conclusion. It's good to watch something live and then come to your conclusion rather than just subscribing to whatever you're being spoon fed from a headline from the majority of news outlets who may not always have the truth as their ultimate goal, right? Their ultimate goal might just be about ratings or maybe their goal is really just about trying to cause conflict. So they have a job to report on. I mean, there's other things that could potentially be going on. So try your best 
to learn a little bit more before having a super strong opinion, especially when we had the ability to watch the trial live. There was no excuse in this case to not have more information when you could watch it happening in real time. You could watch the facts be presented. So especially in a case like that, where you can do the homework before having an opinion, I would ask that we hold back on opinion if you haven't done more more of the work involved, right? So the next incident that happened subsequently or after the Rittenhouse trial verdict was the tragedy that happened in Wakasha, Wisconsin, and their Christmas parade. For those of you who don't know, there was an SUV who drove through the parade killing. It was five yesterday and I think six as of today. It's an awful, awful tragedy, right? But I know the early headline from mainstream media said, this was all that they said about it, an SUV drove through the parade route, and it looks like the driver may have been just fleeing a knife fight. And I thought, that's all you've got to say? You've had, you know, that was the next morning. And I just thought, um, really? Okay. So, well, first of all, these are the questions that went through my mind. Okay. So let's keep plowing through a parade and running over children and knocking down humans. As I flee a knife fight that couldn't possibly hurt me now and certainly wouldn't get me life without parole. You know, if I was engaged, if I was getting in trouble from police officers, because of a knife fight, I'm not going to get life without the possibility of parole um, like I would be by driving over human beings, you know, and I just, I can't help but wonder when someone's using that, um, you know, what is this about? Why are they saying it just looks like they were fleeing a knife fight. And so they just kept running and driving over human beings in a parade route. Doesn't even make sense to me at all, at all. Right. But I know that I don't know. So I shouldn't have a strong opinion without more knowledge. I don't know. It's curious to me. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I really don't know what's going on. When it becomes problematic is it's when people take that that headline as the definitive and absolute fact, because it either came from a friend source or their news source or their hometown news source, hashtag KSL, et cetera. And then take it as fact. And even then, they develop a strong opinion about that at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Right? They read one headline and they develop that as a very strong opinion and portray it as the facts in a strong heated debate over Thanksgiving. I'm asking you not to do that. All right? I think um, it's not helpful to fight with friends and family over opinion where it's been one headline that's even a curious headline and clearly we don't know that much more about it today just this morning regarding this um, issue today's news stated that both the suspect was fleeing a domestic violence incident so they stated that in the article but also state what the criminal complaint filed tuesday stated So they included both, which I'm not quite sure how it works for, it seems like they contradict each other a little bit, but I think more information will come forward 
later, right? But this is what the criminal complaint filed Tuesday said. Police believe that Brooks, who is the suspect, engaged in an intentional act to strike and hurt as many people as possible at the parade in Sunday's ramming. I do think that makes more sense to me because he did not stop after hitting one or two or three people. He continued moving forward, um, pedal to the metal, so to speak, without using the brakes. Okay. And so that makes more sense to me. But in the news article, it does say both that he's fleeing a domestic violence incident, but also he intentionally acted to strike and hurt as many people as possible. So I do think there will be more information forthcoming, and I'm not going to have too strong of an opinion on it until I know more information about it. So for me, if this topic comes up at the Thanksgiving dinner table, my opinion will be it was a tragedy. That's what I know about it. It's a tragedy, and I have compassion for those people affected by both the loss of life, those people who might be permanently, physically, or mentally damaged because of it, families who are suffering because of it. Um, And, you know, we're talking extreme suffering here, and I have compassion for them, for all of them, by the lives affected by this man's actions. So if the topic comes up for me, It's going to be, it's just about the compassion for the people affected by it at this point. And then I guess I have a strong opinion of, I don't know enough information. That's my strong opinion about um, anything else about it at that time. So I guess my hope is in talking about this, and I'll remind my audience, my hope is that, you know, hey, we don't have to have a strong opinion on one side of an issue versus another side. When we don't have enough information, it's absolutely okay to not have a strong opinion about something. You don't need to debate just because someone wants to throw down the topic. Hey, let's have a debate about this. You don't have to. It's like amazing when you don't do it. I'm going to give you some ideas about how to not debate on the final segment today on this show. So yesterday, another interesting meeting brought up the topic of misinformation and people having very, very strong opinions without having more knowledge. I was invited very last minute to meeting with Blexit leaders. If you're not aware of what Blexit is, look it up. It's a growing, um, it's a very growing organization. It goes across the country, started by Candace Owens in the state of Utah. We have the Blexit chapter that began, I think three months ago, maybe three, four months ago and is growing. And they were invited Um, to meet with some of the legislators up on Utah Capitol Hill yesterday. And I was invited very last minute to come up and assist with that. And they, the leaders, interestingly enough, wanted to know the stance from Blexit on CRT as they're preparing for the legislative session in January, they would like to know a little bit more about um, from different groups about their ideas, thoughts moving forward regarding CRT. CRT. So they can be informed enough to make decisions regarding CRT being taught in the schools. And it was interesting to me to hear about so much of the information about CRT that we still have. And I want to talk a little bit more about how that went after the break. You have been listening to the Dr. Marcy show on the path forward, Utah brought to you today by fedbyravensmedia.com.
welcome back to the Dr. Marcy Show on the Path Forward Utah. I am Dr. Marcy Campbell talking today about not having too strong of an opinion without enough knowledge. Now, I've been guilty of this. I know I have been guilty of this in life. And if you're honest with yourself, I bet most of you out there will say, yes, I have been guilty of this also. So let's give each other just a little bit of a break when someone has too strong an opinion without enough knowledge. Is it okay to just sit back and say, hey, you know, I've been there before. Let them go down that trail, not engage it too much, yada, 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 which I love yada, yada, yada. As I've been rewatching Seinfeld, some of you, that will make sense to you, okay? So I'm going to give some ideas about how to kind of delicately get around the political debates that can get heated at Thanksgiving dinner in the last segment of the show today. But in the meantime, I do want to talk about a couple more of the issues of today where there's been too much misinformation spread via headlines versus what the true knowledge is. And that was evident to me again yesterday as I sat in a meeting up on Capitol Hill in Utah regarding critical race theory being taught in the schools. There was a very important question asked by one of the legislators, and it brought up a really important discussion. And his question was, is there any evidence that CRT has actually been taught in schools in the state of Utah? He wanted to know evidence. I thought it was a very valid question, but it did get me thinking. I know so many people have said to me, well, the news has said it's never been taught in the schools and they don't believe that it ever has been because they read it somewhere and that subscribed to kind of their political ideology or the people that they agreed with. And so they latched on to that news article and then that was the truth to them, their opinion was backed up by a false truth. And so I I don't really know uh, which way this legislator leans on CRT, but I thought it brought up the important discussion and relevancy of what is the facts here. I'm being told it's never been taught. You're here telling me that it's being taught and it's a problem. Where's the evidence? Very relevant question. And of course, as we were there, all of us said there is evidence. There's plenty of evidence, not just hyperbole, not just us saying this, this, this. You know, there are are test questions, there are PowerPoints, there are videos, there are plenty of evidences from, believe it or not, elementary school all the way through college in state schools, public schools here in the state of Utah. So, I think it's very important to know that those legislators said we would like a copy of the evidence so that we can see what is really going on. What a great way to approach it. But I think also it's important for us to recognize that they are being fed another way of looking at it from a different perspective. The news certainly is kind of promoting the fact that there is no CRT taught in schools and And I know people who um, subscribe to CRT as the answer to racism in our history, they are going to subscribe to that as well. This is the problem. And this is something that I said yesterday. Critical race theory is a very difficult theory. 
Now, as an academic, I'm familiar with how theory works, how theory is developed. And so it's a little easier, I think, for me to investigate critical race theory than it is for the public, or even I would say the news media, where maybe in the inception of critical race theory, there were some foundational pieces that were important to think about when we approach racism in a country or the history of racism in a country. But what ended up happening in preceding years is more and more academics started adding to that beginning kind of piece of critical race theory. And it developed and evolved into something different than that first piece. And it developed into this angry kind of what we have now, where if you're white, you're racist, whether you believe you're racist or not, just because of the color of your skin, it has developed into that. It did not start at that. And so, of course, as a public, people are going to be confused. If they're reading the beginning pieces of critical race theory, they think there's nothing wrong with this. But if you're developing a curriculum based on how it ended up and all the different academic writings that contributed to the theory, you're going to have a confusing mess of pieces in there that uh, invoke different races not liking each other. It, it, it literally invokes a hatred of each other in the way that it ends up at the tail end of what critical race theory is now today, I guess, what it has developed into today. And this, I believe, is why there's so much misinformation, because people are picking and choosing and grabbing pieces of the theory and trying to use it to justify something whatever it is, from whichever side it is. And that I think leads to some of the confusion or misinformation about it. And so I think it's helpful for both sides to realize and recognize critical race theory might mean something different depending on who you're talking to. And if we don't ask follow-up questions, then we're just going to fight and we're not even probably fighting about the same topic. We're not even probably fighting about how to approach it moving forward because we're on two different pages and we don't even know we're on two different pages. So that is a, a great example of misinformation right there. P even people who have looked into it more might be on two different pages. So this is definitely a situation where people have to slow down, take a breath and look a little bit deeper into the topic. Okay. What exactly are you referring to with critical race theory? What exactly do you think critical race theory means and what exactly do you think needs to happen in terms of critical race theory and how it's used in the schools, then you can have the conversation about what your understanding is or what evidences you have seen regarding it and how you think it might not be good for children moving forward. I don't think until you know what the other person is beliefs and thoughts and ideas are behind it. I don't think you can really have that conversation until you understand where they're coming from. And it does make sense to me why people are kind of all over the place on this because of misunderstanding and misinformation. And I have seen it quite honestly on both sides, both sides have um, missteps and misinformation um, regarding critical race theory. Now I'll make it very clear. I am not a fan of critical race theory being as it is today being used 
in schools, in public schools. I think it is detrimental to development. And I have done shows on this show and I have been a guest on other shows regarding critical race theory and how I do not believe that it is good or helpful in the developing child's brain. But that's not my full topic of today. My full topic is don't have too strong of an opinion on it if you don't have enough information. Don't have too strong of an opinion if you don't have enough information. This is where we need to be asking more questions before having too strong of an information on both sides, right? And so essentially yesterday, much of the conversation is about how do we come together so we can at least be on the same page before having a strong opinion on it? <laughs> like, how do we come together to be able to say, okay, this is what I understand critical race theory to mean. And this is what I understand what has been taught before having a really strong opinion on it. That's just one of those that appears like it is not going away anytime soon. I also found out yesterday that the DOJ is involved here in Davis County, Utah, regarding moving forward with how we're going to talk about racism in the state. And they are the ones that are going to have the final say on how we address it in our schools. So I kind of thought we were, you know, CRT was maybe going on the down low here in the state of Utah, but it appears um, at the federal level, they're not letting it go away in the state of Utah. And it's definitely moving forward bigger than I ever expected it would. And I'm sure I'll be talking about that sometime down the road when we can when I get to know a little bit more information and have more knowledge that I could do a whole show on it. So CRT is one to keep on the radar. And if you are worried about that, Hey, I encourage you to go find out some more information on it. Look into it more, teach yourself more about the foundations of CRT and then how it ended up or how it's ended up today so that you have more knowledge about it rather than just the headline or the fear headlines from your friends family, news sources, et cetera. All right, enough with having too strong an opinion without enough knowledge on CRT. I wanted to talk about the really big topic of the last almost two years is COVID. COVID and all the misinformation, which there's no way I could do even a whole show on the misinformation when it comes to COVID. But I can tell you this much, COVID's going to be a topic of a Thanksgiving dinner somewhere out there. And what are we going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And quite honestly, what am I going to do about it? Or cross my fingers, hope that I do about it tomorrow. I'm going to give you some ideas about what to do about it. On the other side, you have been listening to the Dr. Marcy Show on the path forward in Utah. It's a my pillow for the rest of your body. The my pillow mattress topper. You will sleep well. Check it out. MyPillow.com, promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Don't forget, using my promo code USA will save you a bunch of money on anything on the MyPillow website. Christmas is coming. Get ready. MyPillow.com, promo code USA, 1-800-951-8175. 
I know it's just October, but it's never too early to look for Christmas gifts and give those you love the gift of a good night's sleep. Go to MyPillow.com, shop for great gifts, including the original MyPillow, MyPillow slippers, mattress toppers, pet beds, and, of course, my promo code USA will save you up to 66% on anything on the MyPillow website. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code USA, and give someone a gift that you love. The American dream is still very much alive, even though it's not in the spotlight. Spencer Worthington is proof of this. Spencer's the founder of HSL Ammo. It's a small business that he started from the ground up. HSL Ammo makes high-quality, affordable ammunition, but it also provides something else to Spencer's community. Opportunity. Here's what he has to say about his employees. We have really collected a team of people that have the highest integrity that you can possibly imagine, that have the utmost passion for the Second Amendment, that have a work ethic like you can't possibly imagine. Spencer upholds the right to keep and bear arms, not only by making ammunition, but also by being a mentor to those who are new to the shooting sports. Anybody that's a new gun owner, take the opportunity, say, hey, can you take me to the gun range? Let's go out and shoot. Using your freedom to create value for others is a huge part of the American dream. HSLAmmo.com. The following are real life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I initially was scared to call and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one. One easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Welcome back to the last segment today of the Dr. Marcy Show on the Path Forward Utah. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, especially Bricks and Baked Potato in Ogden, Utah, owned by our own Jamie Randa, who has put this group together past the Path Forward Utah. And um, she's she's really quite brilliant in her vision of helping people moving forward with principles conservative principles and principles of truth. And she really devotes so much of her time and resources to helping, um, helping so many of us be able to see the truth. So I always like to give a little shout out to Brixton's baked potato in Ogden, Utah. And also it's so, so yummy. So yeah. Um, if you have an opportunity, it's right up there in that fun downtown, um, Ogden area, right on the corner, I think, just down the street from the temple and close to where the movie theater is. So it's really, I think downtown Ogden is such a great place to go these days. So shout out to Brixton's Baked Potato. All right. I promised you on this side that I would talk about what it is that we can do to plan for Thanksgiving dinners and some of those conversations that can become heated 
because, you know, of course, it's politics or religion, and it is the Thanksgiving dinner meal that, you know, cliche we do hear about. And I'm sure most of us have experienced some of those potentially controversial, heated discussions over the Thanksgiving meal. What what it is that we can do about it? What can you do about it to maybe prepare to not have too strong of an opinion without enough knowledge? So before the break, I mentioned, well, certainly we're going to be talking about COVID to some degree um, over the Thanksgiving meal. And the reason I didn't give you the background of why my daughter gave me the T-shirt that says I'm vaccinated and ready to talk politics at Thanksgiving was because um, quite last minute I received it was a kind text from the sister that was hosting we're going to be hosting um much of the holidays this year and thanksgiving um just reached out and said we've decided even though we've been seeing each other the whole time she the text said we have decided that we're not going to let people come to our home this holiday season um for various reasons if they're not vaccinated is that going to be a problem for your family well Yes, it is a problem for us. We're not all vaccinated. And, you know, I have adult children, it's their choice. And I have some are and some aren't. And it's, you know, I believe it's their choice. But no, we're not all vaccinated. And so we were, I would say, politely and and, and maybe the kindest way. I don't know if a text is the kindest way, but it was it wasn't a mean text, right? Uninvited to be with family this holiday season. So me and my children will do holidays without extended family this year, which of course, you know, it felt like a kick in the gut and it really breaks my heart because I love my family and I love my nieces and nephews and my parents are getting, you know, older and how many more of the holidays do we get to have with them? And I do get to see them still. So I, I don't want to like, you know, wow, wow me, but it was, it, it is a little bit painful. And so, of course, my daughter being, you know, we'd like to try to approach as much as we can in life, some humor. So she got me that T-shirt. So I'm aware that there could be very complicated conversations of politics at a Thanksgiving dinner meal. And of course, I want to just give some ideas of what it is that you can do moving forward this holiday season to maybe not engage in some of these too many opinions without enough knowledge situations, which ultimately do lead to oftentimes arguments, right? So the first thing that I would suggest is to recognize that the other side thinks that they are standing for the right and for the good and for the truth. Usually people, when they have strong opinions, they're doing it because they believe they are also completely correct. They're doing it for good and they are standing for the truth. If you can just let yourself have maybe even compassion for the fact that they think they're doing it for good, for the right. I do think it calms our emotions when we can see that in other people. It can calm down some of our heated responses, right? I think the problem is when we or the other side are not actively looking for more information and knowledge. So if they just jumping on whatever bandwagon is out there right now, but not actively seeking out more, like I actively said, I don't know enough about chemtrails. I probably should look into this more. I'm not going to have a strong opinion on it. I still don't know enough. I have more investigating to do. But I do think that if we are actively looking for more knowledge, we can tuck that knowledge away. And it doesn't mean we have to tell everybody all the knowledge that we have. 
you can tuck away knowledge and not tell people. I know for some people that's really hard to do, but it's okay. Tuck that knowledge away. You don't have to share it. You just don't have to share it. So how is it that you can control yourself? All right. And not sharing it. These are just, some of these are just basic relationship pieces of advice. But if you think about it, just the day before a holiday, the day before a holiday, kind of planning, actively doing something about it. I do think it comes in handy. If you want to take notes, pull out your pen now. So number one, people love to talk about themselves and their opinions. Let them talk first. And then let them feel heard. It's different. It's different. On the one hand, you let them talk first. Then you let them feel heard by restating what they've said. And I don't mean in a, in a rude, sarcastic way. I mean, in a genuine way, like, so I think what you're saying is this, am I right? Like in a genuine way, sarcasm, they're going to feel it passive aggressive. They're going to feel it. So those don't really work. I mean, in a genuine way that you're genuinely trying to hear what they have said. So they feel heard. All right. Then it might be okay to give your opinion with knowledge, with your knowledge, right? No one's going to hear your opinion. No one is going to learn from you if you interrupt them, if you haven't given them a chance to talk first, if you haven't given them a chance to explain their position, they are not going to learn from you. A fight, people don't usually learn from fights. It doesn't work. But if you do want to convince people, you've got to let them talk first. You really do. So trust me on this. If you even think about yourself, if someone's trying to talk you into something, it doesn't happen when they're yelling at you, telling you you're stupid, interrupting you when you're trying to talk, you don't learn from them that way, right? The ones that you, we really learn from are the ones that we observe their behaviors. It's the ones that might give us a tiny bit of information that make us curious to look into something more. But for you to just kind of give an entire dissertation of all the knowledge that you know about everything, most people will tune you out. They will think you're arrogant they don't learn from you that way. So just, just letting you know, you might have more knowledge, but it doesn't mean you have to give everybody all the knowledge at the same time. All right. So once you listen to them and then you can say, in my opinion, whatever your opinion is, and I believe this because you give a few points why you believe it. And then you can ask this question. Why do you have your opinion? You know, what if they just say, oh, no, this is the way that it is. You can ask more questions. Well, why? Tell me more about why. That's engaging in being able to learn from each other. That opens the door to I'm willing to learn from you, which might give them permission to then want to learn what you have to say, right? And, and so I just think you're opening the door for conversations of a learning time for both of us. Number three, don't get emotional. People think differently than you do because you can drop a hint of a thought and then they investigate more. And we all learn a little bit at a time. Remember the old adage, line upon line, precept upon precept. We don't learn everything all at the same time. It's a little bit at a time. All right. And you can add to your knowledge base by learning something new from somebody else. You can go into Thanksgiving and say, I want to learn something new. I want to learn something new from somebody today. And of course, we don't have to agree to love each other. Just keep that in the back of your mind, right? Next, come prepared to change the subject. This is my one, my second favorite one. My second favorite one is come prepared to change the subject. 
because if the, if the conversation gets uncomfortable, you can look back on, talk about, hey, I read this book about bluebirds. Did you know that bluebirds only sing in the morning and they don't at night? Actually, I don't know if that's true, but you know, you can have some kind of random tidbit of information that you can share with people. Come prepared to change the subject. And my very favorite thing is my, it was my favorite word of 2018 and it's carried forward because it's worked so well for me. And it is the word of maybe, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's totally okay to say, I don't know, maybe completely okay to say that you can, you, I'm gifting you that word at the Thanksgiving table tomorrow. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's true. I don't know. I don't know enough. Maybe it's okay. People love that. People love it when we don't know everything. They really do. We become more likable when we don't know everything. And if worse comes to worse, you can fall back on the old, the old conversation about the weather, right? Oh, wait a minute. There used to be no heated debates about the weather. And then now chemtrails, there could be heated debates about climate change and the weather. So maybe don't change the topic to the weather, <laughs> but come prepared with a topic that you can talk about that we don't have a debate on. You have been listening to the Dr. Marcy Show, hopefully helping people out with the Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. We don't need to have strong opinions about things we don't have very much knowledge about. There are things that we can do to still have awareness and have great relationships moving forward. 